don't just stay in the shallow end. Join us on a DFS deep dive on For Frequency's Sake. And now, here are your hosts, Brian Craighead and Jordan Kearney. What's up, what's up, what's up? We are back with the DFS Deep Dive. Like our everybody, a little bit later tonight. Uh, normally we get on at 7.15. I a little Christmas program to go to, so about a half hour late. And we're going to go it through the games real quick, go through the positions real quick. Um, I'm going to try to keep it a little bit short. Uh, Brian's again out. Um, he's, just, he's had a rough go with some of the, some of the uh, medical things, so hopefully he gets better. Uh, ready to have him back, that's for sure. Um, all right, we're going to roll through the week 13 slate. Um, if you're like me and a Cowboys fan, um, you can be excited because we finally beat a team with a winning record. Uh, worst part about it was the fact that it took forever to finally take the lead and get ahead. Um, I was pretty, pretty mad at the, at the, at the TV after halftime. It seemed like we just kept blowing leads and we couldn't get anything going. And then the defense decided to show up when they could. All right. So rolling through this here, um, <clears throat> pretty good, uh, pretty good slate last week. Um, Kyron Williams, I talked about him when we were on the uh, on the on the show um, Friday night. I really liked him, so uh, that was really fun to see him kind of go off. Um, it, it sucks because we really don't have the uh, we don't have the same kind of. Um, we really don't have the same kind of value that we had on him, and he's going to be, you know, he's in a, a just a little bit different matchup too. So, uh, with that being said, let's roll through the games here. So to start it off, we get the Broncos at the Texans, and probably one of the better games of the year or of the week, uh, forty-seven and a half point total, um, and a three-point spread. The uh, we get the Bronc or the the Texans are favored at home here, um, so. We've seen C.J. Stroud really kind of blow up the last few weeks. Um, he's finally priced all the way up. He's the second highest priced quarterback on the slate, um, which kind of makes it tough to pay up for. But um, he can do it, and he's going to continue to do it. The Broncos' defense is pretty weak. They have been playing a lot better. Um, I actually do have some interest in uh, Russell Wilson this week, too. I think it should be a closer game. You can score on Houston. You can run on Houston. So there's a few things you can do with that game. Um, but I like the game environment. I think it stays close. <clears throat> then you got Miami and Washington in the highest game on the slate, uh, over 49 and a half point total. Miami given nine and a half points here. Um, he's got to go to Washington. Their defense is good, but it's not great. Um, I, I really like Tyree Kill in this spot. He had a Q tag for a little while, but um, he's gotten better. And then um, I, I like the Washington side of the game. I like Sam Howell at home. Um, they're going to have to sling it. Um, he's super, super easy to stack. So I do think you can really get up there with Sam Howell. Um, and I think you can uh, stack that side of the game. Um, the worry of a blowout, you know, you don't know if it's going to blow out or not. But we saw this uh, with Miami and, if I'm not mistaken, the Panthers not that long ago. The Panthers came out and took a, a two-touchdown lead. And uh, Miami really had to fight to get back in that one. So it really, really exploded. That uh, was week week six. Miami ended up going up fourteen nothing to start the game, and uh, Miami came back and rattled off uh, twenty eight straight points before the fourth quarter. So if if um, if Washington can get ahead in that game, I really like that game to uh, maybe blow up. 
Then we've got uh, San Francisco at Philly. A lot of people are targeting this game. Um, both defenses can be beat through the air. They, you know, you're talking about two of the top five defenses in the league. Um, over under 47 and a half. And uh, Philadelphia right now is a home dog. Um, some of their work have been ugly, but, you know, they're still 10 and one. And San Francisco went through that little rough patch as well. Um, so I, I, I think the line's moving a little bit in favor of the Eagles. Actually, no, it's still at, I still have it at three, at three points to the 49ers. So um, we'll see if that changes at all. And then the last game that I think we can target, Detroit at New Orleans, um, over under 46 and a half. Detroit uh, minus four and a half points. Um, New Orleans defense has been pretty okay all season long. So I'd be kind of interested here to see uh, how it's kind of play out. They're a little bit better against the run than they are the pass, so we could see Detroit maybe have to throw it. And Jared Goff price nice, so uh, we'll have to see what happens. Game fade, the Jets um, over under 33.5 point total. Atlanta minus two. Um, it's just it's kind of been a quarterback ourselves for both of these teams. You know, Ritter was out for a little bit, so they went to Heineke. Now Heineke's hurt, so they're back to Ritter. Um, the Jets have kind of given up on uh, – um, Zach Wilson, so they've got Tim Boyle out there starting. I mean, God, uh, it's only been, uh, what, 12 weeks. Aaron Rodgers got hurt, and they've already got the guy uh, designated for return. So they're real desperate, and they're still kind of clinging to a spot. I mean, they're 4-7, and seven, not that they're not that their hopes. I mean, the way the AFC is going right now, their hopes of a playoff, chance, you know, playoff shot aren't completely and totally out the window, but um, they're going to need some help bad um and it's gonna have to happen before rogers comes back and then the other one um i I am targeting this game a little bit but just one side but it's carolina at tampa bay over under 36 and a half tampa bay minus five um i'll tampa bay given a touchdown at least um they are uh, i think they should roll through this carolina team granted now carolina is uh they did hire so um here we go with uh could be like kind of like the Raiders when they fired uh, Josh McDaniels. You know, maybe they play inspired, but uh, Tampa Bay's got a real good run defense, so they're going to make uh, Bryce Young try to beat them. And Young just hasn't looked good all along. So having said that, um, like I said, I'm going to keep it kind of short and sweet tonight. Uh, we're going to roll through. I don't have my article up yet. Um, just in hectic week coming back from uh, from a good holiday. Uh, speaking of the holiday, hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Um, Buying was great. Didn't win a ton of money, but uh, won some stuff. Uh, had a good time with family and friends. So um, with that being said, um, break into a commercial, and then I'm going to cover quarterback and running backs, and then we'll hit another commercial after that, and then uh, we'll blow through the rest of it here. So uh, stick with me. Strap in. It's going to be a quick one. Uh, enjoy the commercial from remodeling serving the Quad Cities area since 1973. And with over 50 years of excellence on their track record, you'll see why it's so easy to trust their experts when it comes to all of your home improvement projects. This family-owned business has you covered on all your needs. Protect your home or building from the elements today and get great roof repair services. Need new windows? No problem. Durham Remodeling can upgrade your windows and doors. Whether you want to upgrade the little details in your home or office, or want to tear a room down and start fresh, the expert contractors at Durham Remodeling have your back. Even the smallest changes can completely transform your space. Ready to start entertaining your friends for backyard barbecues? Durham Remodeling will help you plan, design, 
and build your deck and patio for the perfect outdoor space. Durham Remodeling's work is 100% guaranteed, so you can rest assured that you're getting the best service around. Call 309-786-6715 today for your free estimate for all your roofing, siding, flooring, windows, and painting needs. That's Durham Remodeling, 309-786-6715. For Fantasy Sake has teamed up with Route 96 Boutique to raise a little more cash for Toys for Tots this season. From September 10th until the end of November, 10% of all purchases made with Route 96 on Sundays will be donated to us for our Toys for Tots drive. At Route 96, they believe in girl power. They want a place that people of all shapes and sizes can shop and feel empowered and beautiful. They want you to be the best you possible, and they are committed to bringing you different styles while also providing some basics to express the true you. You can find them on Facebook and at Route96Boutique.com. All right, all right. They're remodeling Route 96. Check them both out. Um, figured I'd get two of the commercials out of the way here real quick. And now we are going to get up to my lineup here. Um, I always start off my week with just entering all the free contests. They've got usually, um, I think they got the Guinness free contest on DraftKings and then uh, the uh, Clay Matthews. You beat Clay Matthews and you beat something else and you get a free ticket. Um, I think it's only one ticket. Uh, I think it's only one ticket per um, per person, though. So, um, but if you look at my lineup, it starts off uh, Brock Purdy, um, Rashad White, uh, Javante Williams, Brandon Ayuk, Curtis Samuel, Greg Gorch, George Kittle, uh, Michael Pittman Jr., and then the Bucks defense. Um, <clears throat> kind of just going off of what I was thinking here, um, the. Uh, trying to target that Eagles 49ers game. And I think I'm going to get away from it a little bit um, just because I, th I think there's a, a couple better spots. I, I think the Miami game could be a little bit better. Um, I think the San Francisco Eagles game is either going to be a shootout or a defensive battle. Um, I do think it's more of a shootout, but, you know, who, who, who knows what's going to happen. Um I, that was the way I thought about the Bills and Eagles game, and it was pretty slow up until the second half, and the second half it really popped off. Um, so going through the quarterback position here, let's take a look. We'll start with uh, cream of the crop, Jalen Hurts, going up against San Francisco. I just I don't like paying all the way up for Jalen Hurts this week. Um, I think you could go down to C.J. Stroud for $100 cheaper. I think, the, I think uh, Stroud's got the little bit better matchup. Um, San Francisco, I think, can get some pressure on Philadelphia. So uh, you got C.J. Stroud, I don't mind him. Um, Justin Herbert, I'm going to stand by it. The guy is, uh, he just doesn't get it done for me. Um, he had the, you know, the one big pop game at 32. And then, you know, at 7,600 at 25, you know, 25 points just doesn't get you there. That so you really need uh, a, a 32 to 36 point game out of this guy. And um, I just don't think it's going to be competitive enough against New England. And at $8,000, I'm not paying for it. Um, when I first looked at everything, Tua was kind of my go-to, but uh, trying to stack Tua with uh, Tyree Kill because that's really what you want is uh, it's tough. Um, it's you start with him, you go with Hill, and Hill's the highest own. You know, I mean, you're talking you only have forty six hundred dollars remaining. I mean, you can make it work because there are some value out there, but um, you know, I might have some Tua, but not a lot. 
Kyler Murray at 7K, I think that's a little pricey for him going up against Pittsburgh. Detroit, um, Jared Goff going against New Orleans. I like the spot for Jared Goff, but um, I, I think there's a little, I think you can get a little bit more value down here um, in, in this next guy. That's Sam Howell. I really like Sam Howell. I really like Doc Purdy. Um, just because you could do so much with those guys. They have the upside. Sam Howell at home has been really, really good. Um, 20 points at home against the Giants. Even on the road, he's been good. Against Philly at 34.9. At home against Chicago, 30 points. Um, he's been, he slings the ball. I mean, he throws it, he's thrown it at least 44 times in his last five games. So um, I, this is a change. I think he's going to have to throw it again. Um, I like him just, I like him a little bit more than I do Brock Purdy just because, you know, if they get going, which it might be tough against the defense, you know, I don't know. I just, I don't think that it could be all there. You know, I think they could either, I think it's enough game to where he's going to have to do something. And I think the Eagles make him beat them. So uh, I don't know. You could pick your poison here. Um, I think Purdy's got more weapons than Sam Howell does, but Sam Howell's the cheaper stack. Um, I'm staying away from Stafford against Cleveland. Russell Wilson right now is the highest on quarterback on the slate. Um, we'll see how that kind of pans out. Usually it changes a lot by, uh, by, by Sunday, but I don't, I don't mind the spot for Russell Wilson at all going up against Houston. You know, we know Houston can be scored on, um, Derek Carr, you know, the lions haven't been the greatest, but I just don't like Derek Carr. Um, Baker Mayfield was a chalk quarterback last week. I'm not, I've never been a real big Baker Mayfield guy. He does, uh, you know, he has one every once in a while. But uh, I don't think this is it for him. Um, I think Rashad White, I think he he carries the load here and really has a huge game. Uh, Gardner Minshew going against Tennessee. They are a pass funnel defense. So, you know, Minshew could have an okay game. But it seems like, you know, he's got to rush something in just to get going. And even I think he rushed a touchdown in last week and still only 15 points. So um, it's a little tough for uh, it's tough for me to get to Minshew here, too. Oh, sorry. I thought my computer froze. That was weird. Uh, I don't like Will Levis. I, I Kenny Pickett kind of interests me at uh, at fifty one hundred. He had a little bit of a resurgence last week. Still didn't do a whole lot, um, and really hasn't done a whole lot. But the Cardinals just you know just gave up a ton of points, mostly to the running back. Um, but you know you never know. And then anything below that, I'm just I'm not on it. So um, I, I, it's a real small quarterback pool for me. I think I have like six guys in my article. Um, and like I said, I'll get that article posted here a little bit later tonight <clears throat> or tomorrow morning, one of the two. Um, then you move on to running backs. Christian McCaffrey going up against the first. You know, uh, Christian McCaffrey to me is is he's matchup proof, and you're going to need to lean on him, especially in the passing game. So I do think that Philadelphia's defense is beatable on the ground, but um, it's tough to pay up for Christian McCaffrey at nine k. He's a back piece. You can go Purdy, McCaffrey, Ayuk, but um, I still think that's uh, that's that's still a, a a pretty expensive stack. So if you went with Purdy, McCaffrey, Ayuk, I mean, you can make it work. I mean, you have about as much as you had in, uh, you had Tua and uh, when you had Tua and Hill. But I mean, you could switch out McCaffrey, put in George Kittle, which Kittle's been lighting it up lately. Philadelphia is a lot less good against uh, the pass and the tight end than the run. So, I mean, you can do that and still have 5K left. Uh, so, uh, I like that spot. So, I'm kind of staying away from McCaffrey. 
Eckler's kind of in the same boat. I just don't think that that game is, you know, I don't think New England keeps it close or it's, you know, the Chargers tend to play to their competition. So I could see them playing down and really not doing a whole lot. Alvin Kamara, same thing. He's got to get the volume. Detroit's defense has been better against the run. Um, but, you know, Kamara's getting the looks, which, I mean, he always he's getting, you know, at least five targets. Um, but you need kind of this 14-target game. You need to have him see double-digit targets to really get there. Now, if Chris Olave's out, um, they're already without Michael Thomas. If they're without Chris Olave, um, I do think that Kamara could definitely be more involved. Probably even Taysom Hill. I could see Taysom Hill maybe lining up out on the out, you know, out and running some routes. Um, I'm kind of staying away from this whole thing of the Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins running game. Mostert's back. A chain shook his uh, Q tag, um, and then you got Jeff, Jeff Wilson Jr. also waiting. Um, so those three guys, I, they, I, you know, they're all going to be involved. They're going up against Washington. Um, Washington's not great against anything on defense, but uh, I'm kind of staying away from there, especially at those prices. Kyron Williams, dude, lit it up last week. He's the workhorse. He's the bell cow. He's the same guy that uh, you know he was before he got hurt, and he came back and showed it. They said they're going to snap counts, and they could let it snap counts because he just blew them out of the water. 16 rushes, 143 yards, uh, six targets, six receptions, 61. He scored two touchdowns. I mean, the guy just lit it up. Um, I mean, you look at when he was back in week six, I mean, he did the same thing. So he's all the way involved, 7,200. There's still some meat on the bone. Um, it's just, it's a tougher matchup, but, uh, I think he can, I don't think you can match up with the guy. I think he's just too good. Derrick Henry. I was all over him last week. Um, his price jumped up. He scored two touchdowns last week. Just the, the you know, he was getting the volume, uh, you know, 18 attempts for seven, 76 yards. He got two targets, one reception. He punched in two touchdowns. I mean, it still only got you 20 points at that price. It's only three X. Uh, so you need a little bit more, uh, Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery, one in the same, they're still splitting. Gibbs is getting more passing down work. Uh, so if I was going to match up, you know, if I was going to play golf, you maybe stack him with Gibbs and Amon Ra. Um, I think they're they're just you know for a for a fifty fifty share, I'd rather pay down and you know pick between you know Najee Harris and Jalen Warren because I think they have similar upside in their matchup. Uh, Bijan Robinson, shout out to Brian for the call on Bijan last week. He went off ninety one yards. Six targets, three catches for 32. He had two touchdowns. Um, Brian had a couple good calls last week. Um, if I if I married up my lineup with a couple of his calls, I bet I I win a million dollars because Robinson and uh, Pat Fryermuth both just huge games. Um, DeAndre Swift, I'm kind of staying away from that. I think that's a passing game. Um, I mean, he's got a solid floor. They're going to continue to give him the volume. I mean, he's going to get you at least 10 points, or at least he should each week. But I'm staying away from him. Um, Brees Hall has a, a Q tag, full participant, but he remains questionable. I mean, he's in the volume. Uh, last week, kind of the game script got out of hand, so he really didn't do a whole lot. But, I mean, he's just heavily involved in the passing game. So, I mean, when, when they are falling behind, Brees Hall is the one who's getting the check down. So, nine, nine targets, seven receptions, 24 yards, um, no touchdowns or anything like that, but you know, still put up 12 points in a blowout. Um, Rashad White, that's probably my favorite person right now. He'll probably get a lot of my lineups. I'm probably going to lock him in, um, but I love Rashad White here. Um, my favorite play on the slate. I was, you know, really high on Tony Pollard when they played Carolina, and um, it didn't really pan out, but Rashad White's getting the volume. Nobody else is out there. 
Um, and then right here in this $1,000 range to just under $6,000 is kind of where I'm going to be cooking this week. Uh, Romandre Stevenson, same thing, going up against the Chargers. Chargers defense doesn't scare me a whole lot. And Stevenson's been the one bright side for this team here. Um, he's getting all the work. 20 rushes in week 10, 21 in week uh, week 12. Um, he's getting five, four, five, six, six, five. I mean, he's getting targets. 21 points. I mean, this is the guy you want. And he's the same thing as Rashad White. So I think uh, I'd probably plug in these two guys and call it a day, um, just in my opinion. Um, I mean, you could even get down to Singletary. Singletary and Pierce split the carries evenly. Um, Singletary had six carries, didn't do much with them. Pierce had five, didn't do much with them. But Singletary got all the passing game work. Pierce got one target. Um, Singletary got seven. Uh, seven targets and six receptions for 54 yards. Not a killer score like he has been the last couple weeks. Um, but against Denver defense, I think he's got a shot. Um, kind of staying away from James Conner. Pittsburgh's defense is pretty good. Um, not saying that you can't get there. Not saying that he can't. Devontae Williams is another guy that I had in my first look lineup just because he fit. Um, $5,700. He's the same way. They're starting to give him the ball. He's starting to carry the rock more. 18 carries, 65 yards. He's involved in the passing game. So Maje P. Ryan gets out there in the passing game for sure and steals some targets and, you know, steals some rushes, but it's uh, Javante Williams' backfield. Um, Ford, Ford's just kind of, he kind of gets all the work. Um, they were kind of getting blown out last week, but, I mean, he gets the targets, he gets the carries. You know, I think he's got a safe floor of at least 10 points every game. Um, Jalen Warren, Najee Harris, kind of the same player. It just depends on who's going to get hot. I mean, they're still splitting 50-50. Jalen Warren's getting all the passing down work. So uh, it could just be who cooks and who starts out. Um, somebody who's popped up as a real good value is uh, Zach Moss. He is right now the highest owned court, or running back on the slate, um, almost 50% owned in your cash games. So, you know, if, if you're going to play cash games, you're just going to plug in Zach Moss and move on. Um, $4,600. They're not going to have Jonathan Taylor a little bit. Tennessee, the matchup sucks because Tennessee is pretty decent against the run. But, um, you know, Zach Moss, when Jonathan Taylor was out, Zach Moss is getting all work. I mean, there wasn't anybody else. 23 for 165, 18 for 70, 18 for 57. I mean, he was getting 20 touches a game and involved in passing game work. So, um, I mean, there's a lot of upside. You could play three running backs this week and, you know, nobody's going to be mad at you. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's going to do it. I think Zach Moss is as low as I'm going at 4,600 when it comes to the uh, running back position. Um, like I said, we're going to move a little quick through the wide receivers, tight ends, and defense when we get back from this uh, message from Ryan Allison Tattoo. My name's Ryan Allison. I've spent over a decade immersed in the art of tattooing. Sharply honing my skills has materialized into a diverse and prestigious body of work. Each tattoo reflects my relentless pursuit of excellence, and every client I work with is a living embodiment of that unwavering commitment. I will gladly and wholeheartedly embrace your distinct vision. Yeah, man, if you haven't seen Ryan's work, um, you know, go to the For Frequency Take page, go to my page, 
um, like Ryan Allison Tattoo on Facebook. He just did a piece, uh, uh, a Naruto piece for all you people who are uh, Naruto. I don't know how you pronounce it. Um, I like anime, just not that. So he just did a sweet piece on him. Um, fantastic. He had a guy who came and sat for three days, and he did a piece in three days, and it looks phenomenal. Um, check him out, Ryan Allison Tattoo. Um, now we're going to jump into wide receivers. Tiger Kill, of course, somebody who I had my first look. Um, really, really, really like Tyree Kill. And the guy gets you, he's got a 27 and a half point, you know, fantasy points per game. He does need one of these pop games, though. He kind of needs, you know, at almost 10K, he's going to need to get you 40 points at least. Does he have it in him? Absolutely. Um, has he gotten there this year yet? Just in week one. Um, the matchup good enough here. It's just a matter of do they keep the game competitive? Um, Keenan Allen's got a Q tag right now. Um, <clears throat> Missed practice Wednesday and Thursday, and then returned in a limited session on Friday. So, you know, Keenan Allen's kind of been the guy for the Chargers. So, in this sort of like, it makes me think that maybe, uh, maybe Austin Eckler has a, a little bit of upside here. So, um, you know, keep an eye on that. If he doesn't play, I think Eckler might be a smash play in that matchup. Um, AJ Brown, I'm probably going to keep him with my Jalen Hurts stacks. Um, like I said, you can beat San Francisco through the air. Um, he had a little bit of a down week last week. He kind of get hot, but he started to kind of pick up at the end of the game. Um, but yeah, the last two weeks have been kind of duds for AJ Brown, 1.8 points and 14.7. So I do fully expect him to get him rolling again. I'm in Ross St. Brown. If I'm playing Goff, I'm playing St. Brown. Um, but probably not doing him as a standard play, uh, Cooper cup, staying away from Cooper cup until he can, he, he can show me something. Um, and then Cleveland's just got a really good defense, so I don't like the matchup. Um, Ken has been a little bit better against the pass, and they have the run, so I don't think I'll have any Mike Evans or Chris Godwin. Jalen Waddle, you know, if you want to save the money and you want to say, you know what, hey, you know what, I think Jalen is going to be the one. Um, you can get contrarian a little bit. He did have eight targets for 114 yards last week, 22.4 points. Um, you know, if he puts up 22 points at 7,600, it's still not quite getting you there. But it's you know it saves you some money in your Tua stack. Um, Tank has been on fire. <clears throat> He's kind of the same as uh, I mean when CJ Stroud's cooking, Tank Dell seems to be cooking. They're gonna be. It looks like it might be without Noah Brown again. So um, you know Tank Dell was limited after missing Wednesday's practice, so he's limited on Thursday and Friday. But you know if if, if CJ Stroud's cooking, it's probably Tank Dell and Collins. And, uh, you know, Schultz really hasn't been involved a whole lot lately, but uh, it could be Schultz too. So just keep an eye on that, uh, that injury. Uh, Devonta Smith, kind of the same thing as uh, Jalen Waddell. Um, if, you, if you're going to build with her, you could get contrarian and say, you know what, Devonta Smith's going to be the guy. Um, the last two weeks, he really has. I mean, honestly, the last four weeks, he's put up respectable scores. Again, at 7,300, he kind of needs one of these 26-point games to, to really get you there. I mean, that puts you at almost 4X, so. Um, you just need that game to kind of pop off. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, I like Brandon Ayuk. I like the other side of this game a little bit more in the passing. Um, Ayuk's, I mean, the game scripts have kind of really driven him out. I mean, they blew out Jacksonville. He had a really good score against Tampa Bay, but that's because he was doing anything. Um, and the same thing against Seattle, 31 to 13, and just, uh, you know, just game scripted out, really. Um, somebody that everybody seems to love. Uh, he's the second highest owned uh, wide receiver on the slate behind Tyreek Hill, Michael Pittman Jr. He had double digit targets last week. Him and Josh, Dan, if I'm not mistaken, caught 10 of them for 107. 
Um, I was really on Josh Downs last week, and Pittman ended up being the guy. Downs put up a respectable score, but you know, if you know, against Tennessee, I like both of them. Uh, if you get to either one, Puka Nakua, same thing. I don't like the matchup going up against Cleveland, um, but if I go with somebody, if I if I really wanted to get there, I think that uh, you could go for Puka. He's his production's really dropped off since Cooper Cup came back. Since uh, especially with Kyron Williams coming back too, I think the Rams leaned on the run a little more. Uh, Chris Lave was in concussion protocol, um, listed as questionable. Uh, he had a full showing on Friday, so he looks to play. Um, if you're going to do Jared Goff, I think you could do Jared Goff. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown and bring it back with Olave. I'm not going to have Derek Carr, so, you know, but Olave's been getting it done lately. Uh, Nico Collins, I'm going to stack him with uh, same thing, stack him with CJ Stroud. I don't know if I want to play him standalone, but uh, if Noah Brown's not going to play, uh, Noah Brown's still questionable. Um, Andy missed practice on Friday, so I really do think Noah Brown doesn't play. I think that locks in Nico Collins for snaps and targets. Uh, Adam Thielen, huge price drop. Um, he's at 6600 right now. He was at 73 so he dropped almost he dropped $700. But um, I really think that Tampa Bay gets after Bryce Young here. They're going to make Bryce Young try to beat him. They can be beat through the air. So, um, you know... At 6,600, I really like that price for Adam Thielen for what he what he was doing, especially at the beginning of the season. Staying away from uh, from Derek Carr, or no, I'm sorry, not Derek Carr, but Baker Mayfield and Chris Godwin, Debo Samuel, kind of the same thing as Jalen Waddle and uh, Devonta Smith. He's kind of playing you know, second fiddle, honestly third fiddle on the San Francisco passing game, um, and he's more of a gadget guy. So um, if you know if they're going to start pulling out some some trick plays and getting Samuel involved, I think that's how they can really beat the Eagles. So uh, we'll have to see how that goes here. Um, I don't like the matchup for, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, he's kind of been the guy for Levis, but Levis has really regressed since his first, you know, since his really pop game. Garrett Wilson, I mean, Tim Boyles, he kind of had me nervous last week. I've got Garrett Wilson in season long. I started him, and uh, at first he was not getting any targets, and he ended up coming up with you know 10 targets for seven yards, or seven receptions, 44 yards, and a touchdown. So he really kind of, Saved his fantasy day with that. So as long as he's getting the volume, I mean, at 6K, who else is getting volume like that? Really nobody. Um, Amari Cooper, same thing. Um, Thompson Robinson, I don't know if he's going to be back. He took a huge shot last week. Um, and then Amari Cooper ended up coming and taking a shot too. But quarterback play is really hurting those guys. Um, Terry Lauren, I think you stack him with Sam Howell. Uh, he just hasn't really done it all year long. I mean, he just – I mean, he's had one game over 20 points at 5,500, you know. I mean, he's that's and even the 20-pointer, that's only, you know, it's 4X, which is fine. But, you know, I mean, they're going to have to throw it. But I like, I, I honestly like uh, the two cheaper guys on Washington that I like him. Portland Sutton, I don't mind Portland Sutton. If you're doing a C.J. Stroud lineup, I think you bring it back with Portland Sutton. Marquise Brown is questionable with the heel again. Um, didn't practice at all. Didn't, Brown didn't practice during week 13 to prep due to a heel injury. Um, so he's turning in the right direction, though. Um, last week he had 12 targets. If he sits, I love Greg Dortch and Trey McBride. Um, so keep an eye out for that one. Uh, Greg Dortch was somebody I was already on. He's $3,700. He's getting double-digit targets the last few weeks. Um, so Marquise Brown's out. I'm all over Greg Dortch. I'll lock him in, too. Uh, Josh Downs, same thing. He got double-digit targets at 5,100. Uh, yeah, 13 targets. He's uh, he's having a real good uh, – he's been having a good season. Um, 
you know, he's, he's a little sporadic, but you know, he just has to, he's getting the volume. He just, you know, he has to get in the end zone and do something after the catch. Um, I'd be more interested in Pittsburgh's running game. Um, you know, Pittsburgh came out playing inspired after they fired the offensive coordinator. Um, so, you know, probably see a little regression here. Um, I don't like Drake London against the Jets defense. George Pickens kind of the same boat as Deontay Johnson. Um, I think Pickens has the higher upside. So I'd be kind of interested there to see, um, see that. Um, kind of staying away from Jerry Judy ever since, uh, Steve Smith, uh, Steve Smith, uh, just roasted him on, uh, I think it was, it was one of the, I think it was Monday night. I can't remember, but he just laid into him. Jerry Judy has just been awful. Um, it's so funny, but, um, you know, at 4,700, you know, if he, he's got, he's got to get you, you know, 16 points, 20 points almost. And he just hasn't done it all year. Jay Handotson, that's somebody that I was all over him and Curtis Samuel. Um, the price isn't much difference. If you need to save 500 bucks, you know, Curtis Samuel's coming off a, a nine, nine reception game, 12 target game. Um, you know, and, and they're at home. He's been doing a little bit better at home. I mean, how many targets does he have? Oh, uh, no, I guess 41. He's played in, yeah. So 41 on the on the road to 22 at home. But if you look at here, he's got 200 yards at home compared to uh, 243 So on the road. So he plays a little bit better at home. Um, Jahan Dotson, you know, he's involved. He's getting, you know, it, it's kind of a three-headed monster. It just really depends on who's hot. Uh, Curtis Samuel at the cheaper price, I like that. And then after that, um, you get down to Greg Dortch. Um, this guy's been pretty good, eight targets, nine targets the last two weeks. Um, if he just does something with him, the touchdown kind of saved his week last week. Um, but if you uh, if he can do something to volume, then uh, I think he's going to be – he's massively underpriced for what his role is about to be. Um, you could even get down to uh, Rondale Moore. He's kind of been playing second fiddle. Really hasn't seen a lot, but um, he's been on the field a lot more than Greg Dorch has all year. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, if, if Hollywood Brown's out, I do think you could get probably down to Rondale Moore. But if, if, if Brown's playing, I think Rondale Moore is an afterthought. Um, really, I think that's kind of about as low as I can go. The $3,400 is probably about it. Um, Yeah, I think that's I think that's where we end with wide receiver, and then jumping into tight end, um, you've got uh, George Kittle. I like him with Brock Purdy. Um, he's been on fire lately, so I don't mind George Kittle. Sam Laporta, he had a better week last week, um, seventeen point seven points. I mean, and I think he was he was the I think he was the highest on our highest scoring tight end on Thanksgiving. So he had a really good game. Taysom Hill, I think he could be a little bit more involved. They're without Rashid Shahid. They're without Michael Thomas. Um, so, you know, you're talking Chris Olave. And then, uh, oh, God, who's the TP something or other? Where is he at? I think he's priced in the, yeah, AP, AT Perry. So AT Perry could, you know, he could slot in as the number two wide receiver. So that kind of makes me a little bit more interested in, um, you know, Taysom Hill, Alvin Kamara, that kind of thing. Um, Dalton Schultz is out. Ooh, that's good news. Ruled out. Didn't practice all week. So no Dalton Schultz. So who is the backup to end in Houston? Brevin Jordan. Game log. 
seeing some targets, but now he moves up into the uh, he moves up into the number one spot uh, for a Texans team. I mean, at at twenty five hundred stone men for a tight end, that's not a bad way to uh, kind of build the slate, I guess. So uh, we'll have to see how that one plays out. See what they say there. But yeah, Dalton Schultz being out—that's huge. I mean, especially for Tank Dell and Nico Collins. Um, you know, it really—I mean, God, even Devin Singletary, give them some more targets, spread the ball around. Trey McBride, who's been fantastic, um, listed as questionable, but I mean, fourteen, five, nine, seven, nine targets. I mean, the guy's just getting it done. Um, just watch the Q tag. There's a lot of those in the league. Um, Dallas Goddard, doubtful. Pat Fryermuth again. Shout out to Brian. Just uh, like where do you come from? Done it. I mean, he was good last year. Kind of was hurt a little bit in the middle of the season. Hadn't really done anything, and then popped for nine receptions, 120 yards. Like, just if you were on him last week, like you're a genius. Um, David and Joku's been getting double digit targets. Got nine last week, 15 the week before, nine, six. I mean, the guy's just getting a ton of volume for 4,100. So I like Njoku. Kyle Pitts, no thank you. Tyler Higby. Um, Tyler Higby's usually good for one pop game a year, and that was last week. Five catches, five targets, two touchdowns, 29 yards. Um, he usually has one where he catches multiple touchdowns. Um, don't let that fool you. Tyler Higby is not a fantasy football producer. Um, I don't mind Logan Thomas if you want to stack him with Sam Howell, Gerald Everett. Yeah, I mean Juwan Johnson, Donald Parham, Johnu Smith. I don't mind Johnu Smith. Um, somebody that I forgot to mention for receivers: um, uh, Devontae Parker and Juju Smith-Schuster in New England. Um, Demario Douglas is ruled out now, so now they don't have Kendrick Bourne. They don't have Demario Douglas. Their wide receivers are Devontae Parker and Juju Smith-Schuster. They're both, I think they're both priced like 34 and 3,800 uh, or 34 and 3,300, 33 and 3,200. Um, I guess if Hunter Henry was going to ever do anything, it's now, but you know, no targets last week, just a zero. Um, where's Mike Gesicki? Right here, Kasicki's kind of been, I don't know, he's been their player all year long, I think. Um, two targets. I mean, yeah, maybe stay away from the passing game altogether. That makes me like the Chargers uh, defense a little bit more, but I'm not paying all the way up for the Chargers defense. Um, so keep an eye on Hunter Henry. Um, Zach Ertz, I think he got released. Yeah, so unclaimed. So Zach Ertz isn't even on the team anymore. Chico Conquo. Not bad. Tyler Conklin. I like Tyler Conklin. Um, he just he gets volume. That's the biggest thing. You know, he sees targets. He's on the field. He's running routes. Um, but after that, I mean, yeah, uh, Brevin Jordan and uh, maybe Mike Gusecki as far as tight ends for cheap ones. But, I mean, I think you're going to have to stay in this 4K range to uh, really, uh, really get something here. Um, then if we're going to defense, blow through this defense real quick. Like I said, um, I'm not a big – I don't like paying all the way up. I don't like the Chargers against New England. I think uh, Washington can probably score on me. Um, you know, Arizona is just as wily. That makes me, you know, not really like Pittsburgh a whole lot. Um, the Rams against Cleveland is not a bad one. Um, but I think where I'm staying is going to be uh, 3600 bucks at, at Panthers. You know, Bryce Young's going to throw the ball. Bryce Young's going to make mistakes. So uh, I don't mind that. 
I don't mind the Jets at 35. I don't mind the Falcons at 34. Um, I just I, the Texans and Denver. Denver's been playing really good ball lately, um, and the Texans really haven't shown that they stop anybody. I don't mind the Colts against Tennessee and Will Levis. Um, Browns against the Rams, no. 49ers, no. Lions, no thanks. I mean, I don't know. Derek Carr likes to throw pick sixes, so we'll see. But honestly, I think any lower than that, I think uh, I think I'm going to be cooking right around the Bucks at 3,600. Uh, you know, you get to the Saints at 2,700. I don't mind that one. Just for the simple fact that, you know, we've seen Jared Goff not be very great, and he's better at home than he is on the road. So, um, yeah, you could do something with that there. Um, so, yeah, so if, you know, if you're just going through and um, throwing together lineups, I mean, like I said, I like Sam Howell. I like stacking him with Curtis Samuel. Um, I think you could bring it back with, uh, with a Tyreek Hill. Um, like I said, I'm kind of be staying in the range of the Rashad White and the uh, Ramondre Stevenson. So I think if you stack those guys, you come over to the defense. I'm all about the Bucks defense. So now I've got a stack. I got Sam Howell plus Curtis Samuel. Um, bring back a Tyreek Hill. I like Rashad White and the Bucks as a little secondary stack there. Um, tight end. It really depends on what you're looking for and where you think this is going. Um, $4,700 left. I don't think you have to pay all the way down, but um, if you were going to say, you know what, hey, I'm going to go with uh, somebody who's been getting targets, who's in a decent matchup, you go with David Njoku. Um, somebody who, like I said, I really like is uh, Greg Dortch at 3700 That leaves you 6400 left for the flex spot. Um, Brees Hall. I mean, you get pieces of this other game. I mean, you could play like, uh, like George Kittle. Nobody will play two tight ends. So um, you could probably even upgrade at tight end and um, go somewhere a little bit different. So let's say if you wanted to go on the flex um, and uh, play, let's say, Terry McLaurin, throw Terry McLaurin in there. That gives you $5,000. You could get Trey McBride, who Trey McBride's been good. How you get even to Pat, you know, Pat Fryermuth. Still go with, uh, with um... oh, God, I just lost it. Still go with David and Joku, um, or you could even say, you know what? I think Jahan Dotson and uh, Curtis Samuel are the guys. I let you get that you get all the way to Laporta. Um, so I mean, and you could even, like I said, pay down defense if you wanted to get George Kittle. You could say, I want George Kittle. You could pay a defense. You could come down here. Um, you know, Colts, Texans. Like I said, I think I don't mind getting to like the Saints if you wanted to pay all the way down. Um, and that doesn't let you do much different than what you had. So, like I said, I'm kind of stuck here. I kind of like Rashad White. You could even go with, like, Zach Moss um, at the running back position. And then in the flex, that leaves you 6,600. You get to, like, uh, Adam Thielen. But, yeah, I still, uh, still like my defense. I still like if you went with that, you went with the Bucks defense. And then you have a spot. 5,700, you can get Javonta Williams. I mean, you could stack up, uh, and then you get to Terry McLaurin here. So you could, boom, throw in Terry McLaurin. So now you have a Sam Howell plus two stack, bring back of uh, Tyreek Hill. Um, you got a, a mini stack with Rashad White and the Bucks defense. 
um, Zach Moss, who's, you know, he's going to get all the work. He's going to be the chalkiest guy. And then uh, Greg Dorch is somebody to kind of help alleviate some salary. This is the biggest thing here is, you know, like I said, he's got to score 40 points to really get you there. I mean, if you didn't, I mean, what you're saying is basically that game's going to have to pop off like big time. So, I mean, there's different ways you can build it. I mean, I'm going to be building it basically all around. Um, I'll be building, you know, around games like I've been doing. It's kind of worked out. Uh, it's really worked out to, for, to be honest. All right. Card subject to change. Shout out. Oh, did I shout you guys? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Um, what are we talking about here? We're not even asking questions. We're talking basketball. This is football. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, so, all right, so that's what wrap it up. That puts us right at 45 minutes. Uh, we normally go a little bit longer. Um, just kind of sped through it. Like I said, we got a little bit of a late start. Uh, I just had some stuff going on. And then with Brian being out, uh, just kind of did it how I was going to do it. So uh, we'll have the article out for you guys to kind of take a look at. Be sure to uh, come back on Sunday. Um, check out all the other podcasts. Uh, but Sunday we go live at 10 a.m. Um, break it down with all the guys. We talk about bets, about DFS. Get our last couple of licks in before the slate starts. Then um, stop back here. Hopefully Brian's back next week. And you got me and Brian here at 7.50 p.m. on the DFS Deep Dive. You can find me at jfantasy underscore sports on X. Um, look me up, Jordan Kernan, on Facebook. Follow along with all that stuff. Um, and that's kind of it, guys. Uh, no questions. Everybody's talking basketball on here. So, uh, no questions. Uh, I'll get this article out here uh, tomorrow morning. And, uh, yeah, good luck this week. <laughs>